When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation and welcome to the Andy Campbell Championship Show. Episode number 47, technically. Welcome. It's Friday night, new time slot, same show, different format. It's all going to be fun. Of course, you can catch all of our shows in video format at youtube.com slash Nation. Please subscribe. That is the best way to support the show, support the channel. Of course, every Monday we have the Andy Campbell Football Show, where it's myself and Andy, uh, joined by a, a professional footballer, past or present, or coaches, managers, whoever the guest may be for that week. And we will be announcing the guest for Monday shortly. And uh, it's going to be a good one. I will say that much. Of course, you can get the audio versions of, uh, of all the usual shows and everything. Usual places, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, to name a few. And if you live in the Middlesbrough area, you can also catch the Andy Campbell Football Show on Red Army TV radio station uh, on a Wednesday evening, I believe. So, uh, yeah, I'd also like to take this time to thank Black Diamond Sports, who support and sponsor the show. Black Diamond Sports is a global sports agency representing sports stars from around the world. Uh, for more information, you can visit their social media pages, which are linked below, as well as linked at the end of the show, and uh, also their LinkedIn page as well. But without further ado, let me introduce my co-host, the man with the plan, the gold collector, the speed demon, Davy Jones, his favourite son, the king of the second worst town in the UK, <laughs> and the king of the Millennium Stadium still. Mr. Andy Campbell, how are you, sir? 
Good evening, mate. Yeah, really excited. Glad to be glad to be back finally about um, where we left off. I know it's been a, um, been a while to talk about what we're going to talk about, Championship. So, yes, yeah, uh, lockdown has, uh, has brought new, a new adventure, which has been great. But um, we obviously wanted to finish off all the hard work which we've previously, previously done. We've obviously had some really good feedback from this show, so uh, we wanted to give back what people uh, are looking for. So uh, just I think it's quite fitting that it's done on a Friday before games. I think it's uh, I think it's going to work really, really well. I do too, mate. And um, there's already some people, namely Martin and my wife, saying they're never going to stick to 45 minutes. Well, 45 minutes is half of football. It is yeah. 45 minutes, this show. We may, may have some injury time, but... Uh, I also just want to take this opportunity because um, there's some stuff happening in the world and I'm, I'm only going to discuss this once, ever, ever, um, but I do want to address this so there can be no doubt, no, no rumours swirling. Um, congratulations to Liverpool for winning the league and uh, they deserve did it. The, did they win the that's league? It. That's it, that's all I'm saying, yeah, change the subject. Know. And on to any know. other business, my friend, any other business for the week, championship <laughs> only. You go um, first. Right, uh, I think there's only one place really for uh, for me personally to start, and that's uh, the new managerial change at Middlesbrough. Um, obviously, Jonathan Woodgate losing his job, um, and Sunil Warnock taking over. And I think sometimes uh, things happen for a reason, and, and he couldn't really make it up. Really, you know what I mean? I think um, uh, I'd, I'd also like to take this opportunity to to say. Uh, the post I put on um, on social media over the last couple of days was a joke, by the way. I'm not Neil Warnock's um, assistant <laughs> manager or part of his coaching staff. I, it, was a, it was a picture of me and him at Cardiff City Stadium once, uh, w- one game after a game when uh, when I went when I went to Cardiff to visit. So I'm not assistant manager. Um, the phone's on, by the way, Neil. If you are if you are ringing. Yeah, um, look at this. <laughs> but no, listen. Um, he'll do a great job. He'll keep the club up. Um, I do believe it was a, it was something what had to be done. Unfortunately, you know what I mean. I'm um, I'm good friends with um, obviously the previous manager. I went to school with him, etc. But for me, a change needed to be made, and um, and for me, it's all good, and um, and hopefully you can bring the same success to Middlesbrough like you brought to Cardiff. Yeah, look, mate. To be honest with you, I think Borough are going to stay up anyway. I think they would have stayed up even with Woodgate because I think there's three worse teams than them elsewhere. However. If I was Charlton, I would now be very, very worried because with uh, Middlesbrough changing manager, nine times out of ten, new manager, whoever it is, brings a reaction from the squad. There's, yeah. It'll have a couple of results. There's only eight games left. So even if they have a pickup of three good results, you'd, they're safe. Um, then you add in the fact that it's Neil Warnock, arguably the most successful championship manager of all time. Yeah. And it becomes even more problematic. Then you add in Lyle Taylor refusing to play. And unfortunately, Charlton, who we talked about in the early part of the season as potential playoff contenders, look likely to go down, which I think is really sad because uh, Lee Bowyer is, uh, I think he's done an excellent job. He plays great football. Mm. And hope, and also, mate, the mm. other thing I would just add, sorry, is um, as we discussed on the show, that I got told by someone that Lee Bowyer was going to Cardiff and it was a done deal. And we kind yeah. of... <clears throat> We broached it a little bit with Mehmet Dalman and he said, look, you know, he basically was too expensive. Um, yep. So, you know, you could take and, from that uh, what you will. Well, how different it, could his season have ended, you know? 
I totally agree. We look, you look at look at the success. Obviously, we're going to go into into the results and um, obviously things. It's, it's small margins, really, really fine margins, and um, he decided to stay for whatever reason. Um, and uh, hopefully for him uh, and his football club, and his fans to stay up. But you know, I mean, personally, as long as Middlesbrough stay up, uh, you know, I'll be happy because I need uh, I need my team in uh, <coughs> in the championship. I need in the Premier League, but I'm not greedy. I'll keep him in the championship for now. Indeed. Um, and the other, any other business subject of the evening, we have uh, Jude Bellingham of Birmingham City, uh, long been linked to many clubs. It looked like he was going to Man United. It looked like it was a pretty much done deal for him to go mm-hmm. to United in the summer. And, yeah, still might be. But um friend of the show, Mr. Jan Argafjotoft, uh, tweeted the other day something quite interesting, basically saying that uh, Jude Bellingham might be off to Dortmund. Jan normally knows his, uh, his, his, his stuff and normally his sources are really, really correct. And, um, Especially in that part of the world, mate. Exactly. So, um, listen, would it be a good move? I think it would be an excellent move. He's going to be playing Champions League football. Um, he's going to be following the likes of Jadon Sancho, etc. Um, following successful English players. That the, the, the Germans seem to like young English talent. And, you know, I mean, he needs to continue his development. Also. We spoke about this with a... With, with quite a lot of passion that he needs to play football. There's no point in going to sign for one of the world's best teams in England or, or abroad and not playing football. He's got to play. Um, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's played so many games this season. Um, probably lockdown and, and, and the break's probably done him a world of good because he can recharge his batteries a little bit and, um, uh, and, and then push on because he's obviously a very, very talented young boy and, um, and 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 the, the future is extremely bright. So you know, what I mean, if that means going to Dortmund and flourishing, and he can come back and, and help England one day, then I'm all for it. I am all for it. Yeah, I got to say, mate. Um, of if you were going to name me two clubs to sign a young British talent, uh, United and Dortmund would be the two at the top of my list for yeah, who are going to do best by him. You know, United generally do very well with young talent. Um, obviously, you could point to Wilfred Zaha as maybe being the exception to the rule, but generally, you look at Daniel uh, Daniel James. He's gone in there. Everyone expected yeah. him to just basically, you know, be on the bench. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's flown. What a great season he's had straight away. So I think either if he goes to either of those clubs, then you know, it's a good shout, mate. I think. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, so we got lots to talk about, and only forty-five minutes to talk about it. Yeah. And we're already 10 minutes in. So uh, we're going to go through some of the results. We're obviously not going to go through it in the amount of detail as we were previously because we've changed the format a little bit to make it a bit more compact for the Friday nights. Um, so we'll start where... Well, we'll start alph- alphabetically. Cardiff City 2, Leeds United 0. I was worried about this game, mate, before. Um, obviously, no one knows how these teams were going to turn up for their first game back after a break. Uh, Leeds were obviously flying before the break. Cardiff, not so much. I was concerned, and uh, we had we did a little preview before the sh- uh, before the match. We talked about we were a bit disappointed with the starting lineup. We thought it was a bit defensive, but also um, we both kind of said we felt like Glatzel should be playing. And I said I thought that Glatzel should be the focal point behind with Tom Lynn and Mendes Lang and a couple of others behind. Um, you know, he didn't go that way. Uh, he went with the hard work in Patterson and it paid off for him, mate. Uh, he, he got his tactics spot on, you know what I mean? We were concerned. We we, we, we spoke uh, at length about um, tactics, squad, team, how strong leads were. But obviously, the, the lads have worked hard during the, during the break uh, and got himself in good shape and they got the result what, which they thoroughly deserved, you know? So, um, 
excellent for Neil, uh, for Neil Harris. He's got himself an opportunity now to get in the playoffs, but there's no point resting on that one game. They've got some big games coming up, which they, they need to kick on. Yeah, indeed. Um, by the way, Glatzel's finish was uh, an oh, absolute superb. beauty. Superb, yeah. Superb. Just exactly what, they were, what the fans were expecting when he first joined, so hopefully it'll give him a bit of confidence and kick on now. Yeah, and I and I think uh, Mendes Lang deserves a lot of credit as well because actually he was the one who won the ball with Leeds messing about with it, which I know you're going to talk about later. Um, but yeah, Leeds messing about with it at the back when they, sh you know, they were chasing a goal. Never yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't it. an easy. It wasn't an easy finish though. He's, he's took it really well. Composure, uh, accuracy. The the, the 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 pace he hit it at. You know, he's he's a he's a he's a, he's a, he's a renowned finisher, scoring goals at, at at various levels. So you know, I'm not surprised, but I just want to see more of it. You know now. Yeah, proper mate. Uh, next up was Fulham, uh, nil Brentford two. Both you know two top teams in the yeah. league. Brentford mm. left it late, but uh, two late goals to seal it. Yeah, I think uh, I think you look on paper that looks uh, it looks like an upset, but for me Brentford have been the standout performers all season. Played some great football, scored tons of goals. Uh, I think the only surprise uh, on um, Saturday for me was uh, that Ollie Watkins didn't score. Um, you know, the Ollie Watkins scores all the goals. So, uh, great result for Brentford. Um, obviously, they've got a uh, they've got a game this evening. Uh, in about half an hour, they're playing uh, playing West Brom. So, a huge game, but they need to kick on and, and try and catch the top two. So, yeah, fantastic result. Indeed. I thought, um, you know, Fulham went close through Bobby Reid, but generally, they didn't quite get going, really. Um, obviously, we've had... Uh, I had Reese Weston on the podcast... Uh, just taught who works for Brentford now, and he speaks very, very highly about uh, Brentford's squad overall, the team spirit they've got. And you can see, like you look at the team on paper, and it doesn't necessarily look the same level as your Fulham, no. your Leeds, your West Broms, but no. they just got, keep churning out the results, mate. They've got something right, they've got something going, um, but this is their year, they've got to make it happen this year, because if they don't, I do fear that, that the players will disperse and go here, there and everywhere, because... Those players deserve some of them to play in the Premier League, and um, I can't see Ollie Watkins, for example, playing in the Championship next season. Or Ben Rama. Ben Rama. Yeah. Ben Rama. Ben Rama's the best is... player in the team, but Oof, you know player. what I mean. I, I just think there's a lot of players on that side who want to play Premier League football, and if that's with Brentford, great. If not, I do believe they'll move. Well, for me, mate, I feel like Ben uh, Ben Rama. I feel like even if they go up, he might go. That's how good he is. Yeah. Um, so it's a case of they've got to make sure they go up really. Just I to, totally agree. Just to, just to make and sure sign, listen, to they, you know what I mean? I, they deserve to go up for me. You know what I mean? If they, they but do, will, yeah. it, will it will it be able to handle the playoffs if they get in it? If, you know what I mean? If they can catch the top two, which is a big ask, by the way. Um, even if they get a positive result tonight, because you know what I mean? They're running out of games now, so it's it's about they probably need to win ninety percent of their games. So it's it's about them to uh, it's about it's, it's up to them to do the job, um, and let's see if they can do it. Yeah, indeed, mate. Uh, and then we talked about this a little bit on Monday, but I, I know you want to touch on it a bit more. Uh, you've got Middlesbrough nil, uh, Swansea three. Rian Brewster was the uh, outstanding player on the pitch. Yeah, well, to be honest, uh, Swansea were excellent. Middlesbrough were awful. Um, to be honest, I, I was more surprised that um, that Swansea weren't two 0 up before they scored the first goal. Um, so disappointing with the, with levels of levels of performance. I think Middlesbrough saved a little bit that, that they had no fans in the stadium. Um, I think they would have got booed off the booed off the off the universe um, if there would have been fans in there. But listen, Swansea played all the all the really all the good stuff. They, they thoroughly deserved um, what they got in the first half. They were energetic, fit, hungry, won the tackles, passed the ball really well, created loads of chances, and Middlesbrough didn't have any answers. And yes, they brought on a a five sub. 
um, uh, group in the second half, but it didn't get any better. You know, I mean, the game was uh, a pretty dead game, and, uh, and Swansea thoroughly deserved it. Yeah, they they killed it, didn't they? You know, half hour it was, the game was over. Uh, Middlesbrough were poor. Jonathan Woodgate had to go. Um, I've seen a couple of people have um, put some uh, questions in the chat. We will get to, we'll do the questions right at the end um, of the show. Uh, okay, next up we are Millwall two, Derby County three. Um, one person I'm going to talk about later on um, is uh, Louis Sibley. He got himself a hat trick for Derby. Um, an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable way to uh, open your account for. Um, for the football club, you know, um, so, um, but Derby just keep on going, you know, they, they, we talked about Wayne Rooney factor last time we had on the show, and um, if if Derby were a little bit closer towards the playoffs, I do believe that they would probably go in like a steam train and, and go all the way up, but I just think they've left it uh, for me a little bit too late, because I can't see them not losing for the rest of the season, I can I can see them winning a few games, but it's, it's a big ask, and if they do get in the playoffs, then, to be honest, He's got, he's, got to, he's got to be up there for manager of the year because he started absolutely awful. So we were very critical and thought he was, uh, he was, never, going to, uh, he was never going to still keep his job. Um, well, we thought so, Rooney you know, was going to take it, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. Philip Cocker, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's done a great job since, since Rooney's, Rooney's come in. He was, it obviously just needed a little bit of tweaking here and there or he needed to get his feet under the table. But he certainly did that. Millwall's never been a, 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 an easy place to go to. You know, Jed Wallace... Uh, Matt Smith, you know, they've got some good players in there. Um, so it's a great result going there and getting a, getting a 3 2 win. Do you know, mate, um, one of the players who I think deserves a lot of the plaudits for Derby, um, obviously Rooney takes all the credits on the pitch, um, and obviously the youngster scored a hat trick probably next week, next year's Jude Bellingham, be linked with all the big clubs if that's anything yeah. to go by. Yeah, but yeah. Um, the player which I really think deserves credit is Tom Lawrence. Um, mm. Obviously, you had the drink driving thing with um, Keogh and uh, some other players, which we absolutely rightly so destroyed them for. Um, you know, we had a rant for a couple of weeks about that for various reasons. And rightly so, my dog's now barking at the bin men. Apologies. <laughs> um, but Tom Lawrence, he got his head down. He didn't say anything. He didn't react to the criticism he was taking. Got his head down. He was dropped from the Welsh squad. And he's gone on with it. And he's been one of the best players in the championship from a probably, I would say, probably about three or four weeks after that incident. As soon as he mm. was back from his ban or his suspension, club suspension, and he was boom. And he's been incredible ever since. And he was outstanding again. Good things I come out of bad situations. And, uh, you know, it doesn't get any worse than the situation that the, 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 the Derby players had, had themselves in. You know, it's, it's horrific. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, the positives what come out of it are absolutely great, you know. So, uh, you know, if, if, if lads have learnt from it, um, move on. Spot on, mate. Who do you... Um... Sorry. I tipped Blackburn Rovers to sneak in the playoffs, and I think you agreed. Yeah. Uh, they went to... Well, Bristol came to them, and they smashed them 3-1. Um, well, we had Stewie, Stewie Downing, obviously, on uh, during lockdown on the, on the football show on, the, on Monday night, and... He's he was he was quite adamant, you know. What I mean, confident that, that that they've got some really good players in the in, in the group that can hurt teams going forward. Yeah. You know, the league table doesn't lie. You know, what I mean, they're just outside the playoffs. They've got an opportunity. They beat Bristol City three one. Bristol City are a, a such a, um, a a difficult team to to work out. You know, that Lee Johnson. I, I heard all the positives during lockdown that they're doing training, doing this, doing that, and you just can't seem to get things right on the pitch and. Um, I do feel really, really sorry sometimes for, for clubs. You know what I mean? They spent a lot of money, so the pressure obviously comes with that. And 
you know what I mean? It's going to be a big ask again for Bristol City to go in there because Swansea are on form, Cardiff are on form, Blackburn are winning, Derby are pushing. So there's just so many teams trying to push for those 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 top six places. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tight. There's so many different teams which could get potentially a playoff place. Uh, yeah. I do fancy Blackburn, particularly if they... Did Bradley Dack play or is he just on his way back? Uh, on his way back, on his way back from injury. Um, squad. On no, his way back on from bench. injury. No, he wasn't on the bench. No, but what Stewie said about players stepping up, didn't he? He said about uh, Armstrong stepping up and Corey Evans stepping up and, and other players joining in and scoring goals. Gallagher, Holtby himself. So you know what I mean. That they've got a, a good nucleus and a good group of players, and that's only it's a, that's only going to be added when Bradley comes back towards the end of the season because lockdowns yeah. obviously got them a brought them a favour of extending the season and if they can get him back for a playoff place then they've got an opportunity to get promoted. Well, Mid, the other thing as well is that uh, Lewis Hoppy was injured before the break. He's back, he started, they got a good 65 minutes out of him. Fantastic player and I think Corey Evans was also um, injured and he obviously sparked the fight back. So, I mean, I think Blackburn are one of the teams who really uh, benefited from the break mm. because literally... They've got players which when weren't going to play the rest of this season. So, you know, you've that's got to. That's totally agree. Positives out of a negative, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, well, and, and I think that's the thing. It's um, it's all about um, it's all about continuation and, and getting getting enough points on the board. You know that, that we've got we've got eight games left now. You know what I mean? It's eight big games, cup finals for. for there's probably every team in the league is, at the minute is playing for something. There's teams can go down if you're on a bad run. There's teams from 14th, 15th who can still get in the playoffs. Um, the top two is not set in stone. The bottom three, no one's relegated. So every single team at the minute has got something to play for. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, just for people in the comments, as we said, we're going to answer all the questions at the end because we've got a lot to get through in 45 minutes. Um, next up was Huddersfield nail Wigan 2. Um, I'm surprised. Huddersfield have obviously been one of the most uh, informed sides, um, obviously before lockdown. Um Wigan came with a with a game plan. I think they defended really well in the first half. I seen the highlights and uh, and then scored a couple of a couple of decent goals themselves. So you know it was a big result going away from home there because they were uh, on a slippery slope at the minute um, before before lockdown. So it gave them an opportunity to get out a little bit and push ahead of some of the some of the some of the danger sides, the Wiggins and the Stokes and uh, sorry the Charlton's and the Stokes and the Huddersfield. So um, it's an opportunity for them to kick on now because obviously they'll, they'll have a, a home game or two to to follow. Yeah, and Wigan, Wigan look like they might just sneak out of it, and they Oof. look dead and buried. Yeah, um, they did. Yeah, there's a few people asking for our predictions of who's gonna come back, and you know, it's a tricky one. I think um, Huddersfield, I think probably all right now, and they, I think they're they're far enough away. Well, I'm just going to have a quick look at the table, but I think they're pretty much safe, aren't they? Um, yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, probably say, I'd probably say so. I'd probably say um, I, they've got enough, too much quality, you know, but no, no team's too good to go down. Uh, but at the same time, I just hope um, that they just continue to play the way they are because they've, they've impressed me. I love the two managers. I think they're, they're a breath of fresh air, lovely, great ideas. They've, they've progressed, progressed on uh, themselves. So, um, hopefully... Um, hopefully they still because I, I, do, I do like that football club. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Great, um, great performance by Wigan though, and uh, Anthony Pilkington. Well, well, well. Yeah, 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 still going strong. Uh, Hull City nil, Charlton one. 
Result of the day for me, um, you know, yeah, yes, Hull are in uh, dire straits, but what's happened for Lee Boyer over lockdown and uh, the Lyle Taylor factor and a couple of other players not not playing, um, it, it put a, a lot more pressure on uh, on Charlton. Um, obviously, you know what I mean, they, they got an early goal and, and hung on towards the end, really. You know what I mean, Hull brought some attacking players on second half and threw the kitchen sink at them, um, had some good chances to score themselves, but Charlton hung on for a, a massive, massive three points. Yeah, massive performance by the captain as well. Um, P.S. Uh, not just he got the goal; he was excellent. And uh, and we've got who was next? Luton one, Preston North End one. Um, Preston obviously fighting for a playoff place. Obviously got a big game coming up at the weekend against Cardiff. Um, led the game for a long period, and then. And then Callum McManaman scored a very good equaliser towards towards the end. And you know when you've got someone like Callum McManaman and and some of the attacking players for Luton, they've always got a chance. You know that they're, they're not the the best side in the league, but but when you've got players like him and the ability he's got, they've got an opportunity to score goals. And his, his goal came out with nothing, but you know what I mean. That there's another football club as well who deserves an opportunity to stay up. And um, you know what I mean. They've they've they've, they've had some really 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 good results uh, this season against some of the big sides. Um, so let's see. Uh, let's see how they they finish the final eight games. Yeah, that goal could be massive for Luton. Massive. Yeah, massive. Yeah, because if they'd lost that, that was going to be a big problem for them. Because obviously Charlton winning as well. Uh, Luton. Sorry, we just done that one. Ignore me. QPR nil. Barnsley won. Um, I didn't see this coming at all. You know, all season we've been raving about QPR going forward, um, scoring goals. Um, Jordan Hugill, Eze, um, and Barnsley. To be, but to be fair, Barnsley are, are, are the side who creates chances, um, but they also let a lot of goals in as well. So you know, I mean, I've been raving about them last season about keeping clean sheets, and they finally got one. So um, huge result again for them personally, but bad result for everyone down the bottom because it just it just makes everything tight and more interesting, of course, but uh, it makes things very tight. Yeah, it's. Um... It didn't take long for QPR to concede that goal. And like we no. discussed and you just mentioned, QPR's defence is what lets them down when they've got some unbelievable attacking talent. I do wonder whether the uh, some of those young players will be there next year, which is going to create a new set of problems for QPR, unfortunately. Um, but it is what it is, I suppose. Um, Jacob Brown, I thought, had a very good game. And uh, the goal scorer, and how do you pronounce his name? Inacio, was it? Yeah, uh, yeah, but I thought he was very, very good. Yeah, uh, but um, Barnsley, massive result for them as well. Yeah, huge, huge result. You know, I mean, they've got, they've got, it's given themselves a chance because they've got some home games to come up, and you know what I mean. This, this lockdown is is going to throw some funny results around, and um, let's see. Indeed, Red and one, Stoke one. Uh, obviously, spoke to Charlie Adam on Monday's show about the game, and Charlie was quite quick, critical of himself uh, for the equalising goal. He didn't mark um, his player properly, in his opinion. And so obviously he was very disappointed. Um, obviously Joe opened the scoring, very good goal again. He's he's, he's a he's a very good player um, and scores a lot of goals in the championship. But I thought it was a it was a, an opportunity lost for Reading um, to claw some uh, some a little bit of closure towards the playoffs and and give them an opportunity. I think they're probably in a position where they're they're probably stuck in the middle of not going up, and not going down. But but you're on about big goals, Si. That's a big goal for Stoke and Powell is a big game player. Um, and that could be a massive goal. So playing Middlesbrough at the weekend, so it doesn't get any bigger than that, really. Yeah, Nick Powell has revitalised his career over the last couple of years. Obviously, he was at United, he didn't go to plan, and then um, he was 
you know, he, exceptional talent and highly rated. I know United were really thought he was good, but um, he just didn't quite click for him. And then obviously he's ended up here and uh, he's really, really looking good for Stoke City. And uh, he, it's not the first time that he's salvaged points for them either, I'll say. No, I totally agree. It's, um, it's the way they do things, you know, they let a lot of goals in. Um, so it's uh, it's about getting enough points on the board. And, and you know what I mean? There's so many big teams down there, side. Stoke are no, no different to anybody else. They're Barnsley, the Middlesbrough. Um, so it's going to be a, it's going to be so interesting at the weekend, especially but towards the end of the season. Indeed, uh, Reading, Lucas Jow was exceptional. I really, yeah, really he's, like he's one of my favourites. Um, one of my favourites in the in the championship. Scores goals. He leads the line really well. He's powerful, big, strong, and yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. Oh yeah. So uh, next up, Sheffield Wednesday one, Nottingham Forest one. Joe Lally. Um Yeah, I say Forest. You know what I mean? That that well. Um, They've given themselves an opportunity, but obviously another another late goal, Connor Wickham equalised. I think it was his first Sheffield Wednesday goal. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, they needed to win that game, especially with Fulham getting beat. It would have closed the gap on there. Um, so not a very good result for for Nottingham Forest's point of view. But you've seen a lot of late goals side in the championship. Yeah, is that down to fit? Is that down to fitness? Is it down to tactics? Is it down? To, is it down to other teams working hard during lockdown than, than other teams? It's, it's so interesting. Is it, is it, is it going to continue? Uh, because obviously these. Um, these kind of games, it's so uh, it's so interesting to see, you know what I mean, how that d- then affects the league because these last-minute goals equalises to keep your team up to stop teams getting automatic promotion. It's going to be so. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely amazing to see uh, see how it affects the season. Oh yeah, mate, definitely. And the thing is, you see a lot of it in pre-season as well, don't you? Like late goals and a lot of goals, and I, I do wonder whether that's a massive contribution to it. It's just that, but we'll see. Um, and then finally, we're through the games with on the thirty-minute mark. West Brom nil, Birmingham City nil. Um, didn't expect it. Si. I expected goals go off. Thought West Brom would have would have would have really hit the ground running with the attacking talent. What they have, you know, what I mean, Robinson, Phillips, Pereira, Robson, Khan, who started the front four. Um, but obviously, we've, we've spoke about uh, Jude Bellingham, Yukovic, uh, and Hogan have have, all, have caused a threat before lockdown. So, you know, what I mean, Birmingham's a great result for them. Uh, first and foremost, but I think, especially with what happened the next day for Leeds United, um, it's two points dropped for West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. And I think the other thing, I thought West West Brom looked very rusty, mate. I don't you know. Obviously, we don't know how much training they've been doing over the lockdown period, but I they didn't look as uh, as flowing and as 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 adept as they as they have all season long, um, which I found really interesting because. They can't do that for very long because of the, otherwise they're going to have a big problem because other teams have hit the ground running. So they can't afford to get caught up, you know, get dragged back. And uh, as we've mentioned, it's all so tight at the top and the bottom. If yeah. they have a few bad results, the teams around them will take advantage very quickly. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. It's, it's going to be so... Oh, it's, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. I'm I'm, I'm so excited to see how, how it's going to finish, and then you've got the playoffs at the end of it. So if you, if, you, if you're lucky enough to get in the playoffs, um, you've got an opportunity, real real big opportunity to to get the get that holy grail of the Premier League money. Oh yeah, um, the West West Brom still seven points clear of Fulham in third, and luckily for them, Fulham lost. But seven points could be dragged back if they have a couple of more drop points quite quickly. Um, I felt I feel a bit sorry for Birmingham. They lost. Um, they've lost three players, I think, 
to to end of contract who who are not playing. Um, and I think that's a real. That's one of the issues we discussed, wasn't it? About mm. about the the extended season and the lockdown and you know potential issues. Um, and Birmingham haven't got the biggest squad anyway, so it's no. uh, another issue. Um, mm. Okay, so um, as part of our shows on a Friday as well. Uh, each week we're going to just have a little contribution from uh, from someone else, whether it be current footballer or previous footballer. And um, this past Monday we uh, we asked Charlie Adam about his thoughts of uh, Reading's game last weekend and also Reading's game next weekend. We drew it home at the weekend, which was tough. Um, we did okay, and you know opportunities that up to about 70 minutes and then they started launching balls in the box and they caused us problems. Um, we, we never defended the goal. Um, probably, looking back, it was my, um, I'd say it was probably my fault for the goal. I misread the cross and I thought that they were going to miss it and, you know, when you're defending set players in the 94th minute, you've got to deal with the cross and probably I never done it well enough and, uh, yeah, we lost the goal. So I'm disappointed with that. But then against Stoke City, which obviously timing's yeah. everything. Timing's everything in this game. Um, you you playing against uh, Derby next weekend? We play Derby Saturday, Brentford Tuesday. So two tough games. Two very tough games. Obviously, Derby for me are the well, since it's the Wayne Rooney factor. So tell us what your thoughts are about Derby at the weekend. Yeah, Derby. Are, like I say, it's you know Wayne Wayne's obviously gone there. He's a been a top player. Still is a top player. He's um, he's a key player for them, and you know Lawrence is a good player as well. So no, we uh, we beat them earlier in the season. Um, so it'll be a tough game up at Derby. Obviously, no crowd, which it's it, for me. I think it's it, it, it makes the game even. So we we'll go there confident to win the game. We we we'll have a strategy come come Thursday how how we want to play, and um, yeah, we'll be ready to play. And then another tough game against Brentford, who I think are, are one of the best passing teams in the league, and the movement they can cause you and the problems they can. It's it'll be a very difficult game, but. You know, we're at home. We'd we'd expect to beat anybody at home, really. So that was uh, Charlie Adam from the Andy Campbell Football Show on Monday, talking about uh, is the the upcoming game for Reading versus uh, Derby and Brentford. Um, very interesting, mate. That uh, he didn't Charlie didn't play on Saturday. No. Uh, against Stoke, he was on. I think he came on for a couple of minutes towards the end. Yeah, he came on about seven minutes ago. Yeah, but nothing. And incidentally, yeah. he uh, he himself said that he felt to blame for Nick Powell's goal, um, mm. which again, I think these late goals was he? You know, was he? Because he was only on for a couple of minutes. It's difficult, isn't it, to get yourself into the speed of the game and everything. So it's an interesting aspect to it. Um, I, I think Charlie's just very professional. One thing I, I, I got from uh, our interview on Monday that he, he cares, he's very professional about what he does. He he knew that he made a mistake and he, he, he knows what to do for next time and, and he'll make sure on Saturday against Derby that it doesn't happen if he if he's in a similar position. And, you know, he spoke very, very highly about Wayne Rooney about the, the, and, and, and Lawrence as well. And uh, obviously for, uh, for Wills and, and for Derby that... Um, knows how many threats that Derby have and uh, it'll be a tough game. Um, obviously, Reading beat them in the early run of the season, like Charlie just said, and can they do the double on them? Because that would be a, a huge achievement. Yeah, I think um, I think Reading a, be- a better side with Charlie Adam in there, but we'll see. Um, right then, uh, obviously this Monday we have the Andy Campbell football show where we have a, 
a different person join us each week to talk whether it's their career, football in general, answer some questions from the live chat. Uh, Andy, why don't you tell the people who is joining us on Monday? Uh, we've got a big one on Monday. Um, we've been working on this one for a few weeks um, and got confirmation today. Normally, we, we do announce it a little bit earlier, but I've uh, been waiting on him uh, on a busy man. And uh, So this Monday coming, we have uh, Cardiff City captain, ex-captain, but my friend and hero, Graham Kavanagh. So big Cavs coming on uh, and I can't wait. You know what I mean? I, I say, I've known him for many a year. I, mean, I know you've had him on the show and... Um, uh, just a, a lovely, lovely human being, excellent footballer for club and country, um, and I'm really, I'm really excited for Monday. Me too, mate. I, uh, yeah, see, a measure of the man is when I first started uh, Ace Podcast Nation, um, I had very little subscribers, very little followers. I was just contacting people with the hope that they would, you know, spare me their time, and he was one of the first people I contacted. So I had the pretty much the least amount of. If he had gone on, you know, gone on my page, I had very little followers or anything. Yeah. And uh, he straight away said, yeah, I'll do it. And he did it. Mm. And um, what, I, what I'm looking forward to on Monday is because we've already covered, I've already covered his career in detail, bit by bit, like what we normally do. It's going to be a whole different aspect and a different type of interview because we obviously, we don't want to repeat ourselves. Yeah. Because people, I know people have watched it recently. So um, we're going to have to switch it up a bit, mate. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. It's... Uh... It'll be a nice catch-up, um, you know, the, the, the stories from um, Stoke City days and things things what people probably don't know about it. You know, I know Stoke fans don't hold him in, in the highest of regard and I think that's a little bit disrespectful. Uh, and I'm, that's one thing I want to find out about his, his feelings on it because he did he did a phenomenal amount for Stoke City. Let's, let's start yeah. there, you know what I mean? So let's, I'm not going to ruin it for people, but, um, you know what I mean? For me, he's a, he's a legend of, uh, of Cardiff City, you know what I mean? Forget what... Um, other football fans say of negative uh, negative things but yeah I'm really looking forward to it can't wait yeah it's going to be a good one um, okay so to finish up now what we're going to do is myself and Andy we're going to have a little competition going into the rest of the season where each week we're going to do our predictions we're going to pick either a team or a draw from each game uh, and we'll then we'll total them up the following week and then we'll see who's got the most predictions right at the end of the season so Next Saturday, the 20th, or Friday, to, there's a game as yeah, well. We have to start tonight, yeah. So we start tonight. So uh, Friday, 26th of June, is uh, Brentford versus West Brom. Who you got, mate? Uh, I'm going home win. I'm going Brentford. I just, I just think, I just think they need it. I just think they need it more than more than West Brom need it. Um, it's going to be a fascinating game. Really looking forward to watching it. But um, I'm going I'm going home win. So I've marked you down as uh, Brentford, and I'm going to go with uh, a draw for that one right okay and uh, then tomorrow we've got uh, Charlton QPR oh, uh, I'm going to go home win. I'm going to I'm going to go home win again I just think Charlton are in dire straits I think QPR's bad result last week a local derby yeah home win for me Oof. I'm going to go QPR win for that one and then next up we've got Swansea City versus Luton Town uh, sorry Preston North End versus Cardiff City which is uh, I guess um, well last Saturday bogey last Sunday, team Preston last Sunday I got my prediction right of Cardiff Cardiff winning if anybody watched the the live preview of the game so I said Cardiff City would win uh, I'm going to put my neck on the line again but I'm going to go draw I just think uh, I think four points out of the last two games would be would be would be huge for Cardiff so as long as they don't lose I think they'll still be in a shout for getting in the playoffs so draw for me 
I'm going to go 2-1 Cardiff City. I know we're not doing scores, but we'll go with that. Um, then we got Swansea versus Luton. Uh, home win for me. Um, uh, there's not many times I, I want Swansea to win. Uh, I didn't want them to win last weekend, but I want them to win this weekend for, for various reasons. So, Swansea City. Um, and I will never, ever in a million years go with Swansea City, so I'll go with Luton Town win. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Barnsley versus Millwall. We're getting close to the final... Um, um, the final oh, few Barnsley. minutes. Barnsley. Um, might have to go in a bit of injury time. Uh, Barnsley will win. Home win. Barnsley to win. I'm going to go Millwall. Yeah, Derby County versus Reading. Uh, sorry, Charlie. Home win. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to have to go home win as well there, mate. Um, no, do you know what? Just for the, the sake of the, the game, I'll go with the mighty Charlie Adam to score the winner with a Reading win. Um, Birmingham versus Hull. Home win. Home win. Hull are, Hull are in turmoil, so I'm going home win. Yeah, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with a draw. Um, so we got Leeds versus Fulham. I didn't know that was a game at the weekend. What? What? The, the top four playing against each other. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Did you um, sorry, mate? You said Birmingham win, didn't you? For that. Yeah, one? Birmingham win. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Leeds. Leeds will win. Home win. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. I'm going to go Fulham because, like Swansea, I'll never go for Leeds. Uh, Stoke versus Middlesbrough. What a oh, easy, easy. Away win. Neil Warnock work his magic. Neil Warnock work his magic straight away. And I'm going to go with the draw for that one as well. And then we've got finally Wigan Athletic versus Blackburn Rovers. Um, I'm going to go away win. Um, Blackburn Rovers will win, I think. I think they're, they're on a little bit of a roll. Um, I think Wigan will, will be a little bit complacent after winning last week, so I'll go away win. Yeah, they've had that a lot, haven't they, Wigan? After yeah. a good result, they, they, they yeah. do tend to mess up. So I've gone, I'm have gone. i going with Blackburn as well because I've tipped them all season to be very, very, yeah. very good. Um, so that's the predictions. So just to finish off, and we might go into a, a few minutes injury time, we'll uh, we'll go through some of the questions which have come in through the through the evening. Okay, so let me see. What have we got? Do, 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 do. I've got to scroll through now to find. So send your questions again if you want them answered because we've literally got like five minutes or so. Um, okay, so John Johnny Wish I saw said that... Uh, what did he say? He said... Should, oh, no, yeah, Johnny Wish. Should, uh, should Tom Lawrence get back in the Welsh squad? Um I 100% think he should. Yeah, I think. He, why not? You know, he's 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 made a mistake. He's but now he's letting his feet do the talking, and I like that. You know what I mean? We all, we've all been young. We've all made mistakes. Uh, when you're a football and it's high profile, it gets everywhere, and everyone knows your business. So I think he's made a mistake, and now he's getting the rewards of knuckling down, and he's had a really good season, so he deserves to get the accolades for it as well, which means international football. Yeah, I think he should as well. Um, I, I think he's got his head down. He's done the right things, and he's a very good footballer. And Wales don't have a big enough pool to exclude very good footballers who are still young enough to play. Uh, Neil Campbell asked, Andy Campbell, who will get relegated from the Championship? Oh, that's... Listen, um, I, I'm with you, Si, uh, that Middlesbrough won't go down because there's, there's too many too many worse teams than them. So I'm going to go... Uh, Luton will go. Hull City will go. And I th- still think Charlton will go. So I think uh, I think I, I fancy Barnsley to get out of it because I think they've got some good attacking players. I I'm going to go those three, but I think two of them are definites. 
And uh, the two definites are Hull and Luton. So I'm going to go Luton, Hull, and Middlesbrough. No. Um, <laughs> Luton, Hull, Luton, Hull, Luton, Hull, and Stoke. Anyway, you follow me, Jeff? I'm going to go Stoke. Stoke are going to. Stoke are going to go down. Uh, Martin Spate asked, uh, "Who's going to win the championship?" Oh, listen, I would love to sit here and say that Leeds United are going to bottle it. Uh, I seen enough on Saturday, oh, sorry Sunday, which showed me that, that that they have got the talent and they have got some good players. They're just they lacked in certain areas, um, and for me, it pains me to say this, but Leeds United will. Martin, Leeds United will win the league, mate. Sorry. <laughs> I think um, Brentford are going to win the league. If they do, uh, mate, that'll be massive. That will be massive if they do that. Of course it will. And I want them to win it just for Reese. Let's be gotta be honest. Let's have a look. Any more questions? Did I miss? Uh, da, da, yeah, Joshua. Joshua's just one, put one on about Neil Warnock. So, do you think Neil Warnock will keep Middlesbrough up? And if he does, will he stay next season? Uh, also, here in Wood, Woodgate, will be back in a coaching role after the season finishes. So, the first question there is: Will Neil Warnock keep Middlesbrough up? Yes, I believe he will. I think he's got that X factor, which uh, he's been there, wore the t-shirt, he knows exactly what to do. Um, will he stay next season? If he keeps them up, I'd love to see it. Do one more year uh, and finish off on a high. His career, let, let, him, let, him, let him be done. Um, I don't think anyone should come back after being relieved of their duties and staying in the coaching role because I think it just shows a lack of respect and people will have to act differently around people. So I, I wouldn't personally go back because it, you get sacked from somewhere. I'm not saying he has been sacked, but if you go to get sacked, would you go back into that workplace? It, it, not for me, not for me. Uh, Richie asked with Jazz Richards gone who should Cardiff City sign for the right back position Neil, uh, Chris Gunter maybe and I think Chris Gunter is a fantastic shout Chris is a great shout yeah he does say, I think, I, and I think he'd love to come back to Cardiff he's fit he gets up and down um, he's probably perfect for Cardiff City mould he probably fits Neil Harris's mould as well so yeah I'd probably go the same that's a great shout yeah spot on mate and 45 minutes 25 seconds Subscribe to youtube.com slash ace podcast nation for all the videos and shows. We have a new show out on Sunday with West Indian cricketer Kieran Powell and former Glamorgan cricketer Anira Norman previewing West Indies versus England cricket series, which is coming up in July. Uh, I also have a show with Adam Hollyoak, former England cricketer, coming up shortly, which is an episode of My Story, as well as many, many more shows, including uh, a new cricket series a new boxing series, our Danny Batten MMA series. We have the Andy Campbell Football Show live, 7.30 every Monday. This week, we're talking to Graham Kavanagh. And, uh, of course, we have new shows every week available in video and audio format. Thank you to everybody who's uh, watched, joined us in, joined in, the, joined in the comments. Spread the word. Leave a like. Leave some more comments. Tell your friends. It's the best. People ask me, uh, a couple of people DM me this week saying, how can we help the show or how can we help the channel? And honestly, the best way to do that is to tell your mates, tweet about it, spread the word, because then it just grows organically as it has done over the, the past, whatever it is, 47 shows. Uh, Andy, it's been a pleasure, mate. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. Can't wait for Monday. Um, everybody have a lovely weekend. Hopefully our football club gives you a bit of joy over the weekend for everybody. Um, as long as the middles will win, Cardiff uh, don't lose. I think I'll be a, I'll be a happy man. 
and then and just because I can, I'm going to play that uh, the Andy Campbell Championship show intro again. Of course before, you can. Before you can. I play this the the outro, just because I can and because I can. made it. Network.